1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 163. Sketch 983. Weirdo. Hello everyone, we're going to do a sketch now. So, I'll be number one, Dan <laughs> can be number two, Laura can be number three, Alistair can be number four, Simon can be number five. Let's go. You know who I hate? Who's that? I hate that Where's Wally. I mean, I don't mind him for most of the month, when he's a normal swally. It's just at the full moon when he turns into a monster. That's a good joke. Doesn't work though, does it? Why not? A werewolf isn't a wolf who turns into a monster. It's a man who turns into a wolf. You're not using the prefix correctly. Let's work on it. You know who we hate? Don't think so. We hate that Where's Wally. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we don't mind him for most of the month. When he's a normal human man. It's just at the full moon when he turns into a swally. Good joke. Doesn't work though, does it? Because you've not established what a swally is. So how do we know it's bad that a man turns into one? A swally could be an unusually generous confectioner. You'd see me objecting to that. What about on dental hygiene grounds? <laughs> Good point. Well, he does it once a month, so probably not. What you want to do is have your statement predicated on the understanding that a swally is something bad like vulpine or lupine or possibly arachnid. Let's work on it. Hey, you know who we hate? Nope. We hate that. Where's Wally? I mean, we don't mind him for most of the month. When he's a normal human man. It's just at the full moon when he turns into a swally. A swally being a monstrous creature that's vulpine. Lupine. Or possibly arachnid. Good joke. Doesn't work though, does it? Why not? Because it's a lycanthropic affliction. Go easy on the guy. Nobody likes jokes that punch down. Let's work on it. <laughs> that sounded like George Cole. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we hate? Go on. We hate that Where's Wally. I mean, we don't mind him for most of the month. When he's a normal human man. It's just at the full moon. When he turns into a swally. A swally being a monstrous creature. That's vulpine. Lupine. Or possibly arachnid. And we're just saying, if one of us were diagnosed with a lysanthropic affliction... We'd seek to avoid places of high population density. Good joke, right? Nah. Not to mention one without any logical flaws. Except surely the book's called Where's Wally? But he's just called Wally. Oh, oh don't be fucking ridiculous. Come on now, play the game. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. All the saints. Your cock's hanging out. I want to go to the Wally books I do have. Top shelf, where's Wally? Top shelf, that's filth. Where's Willie? Absolute different thing altogether. Where's Wally's wanger? <laughs> that is not the obvious title to go for. Why not? Wally, Wally's wanger. Um, Where's Wally's wanger? Where's Wally's dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I came for. Simple and to the point. Where's the soap? Doesn't it work? <laughs> Yeah.
<sighs> Point to the dick in the picture. Mm. Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Point to the solicited but obscure dick pic. I'd love to see just the top shelf magazine. The whole cover is just blacked out, but just a circle with Wally, like his little face peeping through. And like the jazz, and like the jazz max. That is a funny image. So you go. I think that's a funny sketch. It's smug. It's basically a Stuart Lee routine written out for five people. I think that chat afterwards has been funnier than the sketch. (laughs) Sure. Um, But crucially, we've got at least six minutes left to really dig down into what's going on with (laughs) Alistair's oven. If you so desire. I do. And the key... Well, Coming out here, I'm going to put it right out. This is going to be disappointing. You're excited. (laughs) The listener is going to go... And that's who's going to tell the story. And the listener's going to be like mildly diverted at best. Look, I'm not going to ruin the punchline like Alistair did to my story the other day, but go on. (laughs) So the gas inspector came for his monthly look at our gas things in my... Did I say monthly? Yeah. Oh, you do mean yearly. Fine, fine, go on. Yes. I was going to say monthly. monthly. Is he like a wear plumber? Not plumber. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really, that would have been a good joke if I hadn't cocked it up. (laughs) Never mind. So, yes, had a look at the various gas boiler appliances and so forth. <laughs> and <laughs> Rich in detail. You have story. no idea, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been anyone. <laughs> could I have a look at your gas boiler appliances and so forth? <laughs> boiler comma appliances and so forth, but nevertheless. Came to the cooker, realised that we'd been holding the oven door closed with a large rock for the past Stop few there. months. And Stop there. decided that <laughs> it was no longer a viable appliance. Nobody needs boiler. the rest of that viable appliance situation. What's happening? I only told you the story because I no longer have a cooker. That's the important said part. The key phrase that your oven's being closed by a rock, we must stop there rock. and it, we must stop there and investigate. Because, listener, if you think about it, how is an oven being held closed by a rock? Well, the I bottom? guess the rock is leaning against the door. Yeah, the rock so is coming the oven. <laughs> but an oven opens, like, top down. How's the rock stopping that? Some do. Some do. Oh, some open sideways. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so you have a sideways opening oven. So how big is the rock? Um, about the size of a hand. Oh, I was thinking like a big rock. <laughs> you I, thought it was like like the Jesus cave. Yeah, I thought it was like a football, and that Alistair was like dragging it out of the way every time he needed to cook a fish pie. And so, so, the stone had rolled from the cave. <laughs> Happy <Yes>. Easter. <laughs> okay. Um, how long has the stone been there? Great. And, and uh, why the fuck since... didn't you say something? Because it works. Yeah, I mean, but you rent your house. Like when something <laughs> yes. breaks, you just phone up and say, "Come and fix it." I've got a work round for the next week or so, but I expect you to come and fix my my appliance. That's what yeah, I do. And, yeah, and, could have done that. And also, where was the rock before? Was it house rock, or was it outside the house and you had to bring it in? 
Thank Christ, we've got a house rock. It wasn't one of our house rocks. No, they they still stay in their little house rockery. House Uh, rocks. House rock is not a genre that works. No. What do you mean? Too many beats. Uh, It was a rock from the garden. The rock was in the garden. So your oven breaks and you go outside to find a rock to put in front of it. Yeah. it wasn't even to hand I also think this is an odd story but the bit that you now seem most confused about is that the rock didn't somehow appear in front of the oven this is, this is what I'm thinking is someone, maybe Alistair, maybe a housemate is in front of the oven it's not holding itself closed I would find something to hand I wouldn't go, I'm going to nip out into the garden and see if there are any rocks that I can bring in that's mad well, what well, would what you imagine you you'd find in a kitchen I don't know, like a utensil massive pot cheese or something board. like that yeah, massive <laughs> cheese board, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just replaced the door that's covered in butter we know this <laughs> Oh my god, I'm going to bring a butterboard when we meet next month. A butterboard to go. <laughs> butterboard to go, please. All right. Do you want mustard on that? <laughs> right, okay. Well, you were right. The story wasn't exciting. 1000 Sketches in 1000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor, Dan Mitchell, Alistair Turvitt, Richard Catherall, and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.